the Moms for Wellness podcast on SM Enlightenment Radio or TV. This is a podcast for moms who are passionate about being healthy and leading their kids to do the same. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so glad you are here with us and I am so excited. Um, I don't know about you, but with that music, I just, I love to dance and it just gets me moving. And actually tonight, um, if you're watching, if you're just listening, you wouldn't notice this, but if you're watching on YouTube, um, I'm actually standing up. So it was kind of fun, especially with the intro dancing to that. So that was a lot of fun. And we have a great show today. We are talking about how and why to make self-care a priority for moms, for you. And we are going to be discussing the best mama self-care that you can do. Okay. So it's going to be an amazing episode, right? Such a great topic. Um, so I'm really excited about it. And I have a lot of practical ideas to share with you about self-care. But before I get into all of the ideas, I just want to chat a little bit about what self-care is and why it's important. So what is it really it is wellness at the core of this, okay? So wellness, and that's what we are all about, right? Moms for wellness. So it makes total sense that we are talking about this, okay? Because we want the wellness for your total being. And when it comes to wellness, we're talking about like wellness comes in five different categories. So it's spiritual, physical, emotional, intellectual, and social. And so we are actually going to be touching on all of those things. I took all of the ideas that I have to share with you about self-care and put them into those five different categories because we want wellness for the whole being, the whole person, all of you, mama. And so we are going to be talking about all those different areas, okay? But also like the thing I want to share with you right up front is like we need to be intentional about putting these things into practice, into our lives, and we need to make time for it. So it's not something that's just poof going to happen. We talked about it and like, oh, look, there, there it is just in my life. Like we really have to be intentional about it. We need to make time. And the thing is like, don't let your tank run on empty. So the thing is you would never drive a car with an empty tank, right? You have a car and you need to fill it with gas, right? Because then it won't go. And our lives are the same. We have our bodies, but we need to fill it with energy. We need to fill it with all the things of self-care that we can then in turn be used as vessels for all the things that we do, for being a wife, being a mother, doing all the things that we need to do. But self-care is a, is a key, integral, important part of that because that is what is able to fill us up and, and help who we are so that we can then 
pour out of that. It's like filling up our cup, filling up our tank. And that is what exactly we are talking about here, okay? But here's the thing also that I want to just say loud and clear that these are not things that should just be an add-on or a luxury, like, oh, I just can't fit this in any other way type of thing. Like, these are things that really should be woven into your daily schedule, just the same as eating or showering. And well, really, I should probably say eating because we don't always necessarily get a shower, like depending, especially on what stage you are in motherhood. Um, But, and sometimes even eating, I know, but actually those are on the list. We will get to those. But really just stopping and thinking about what intentional breaks have you put into your day? And this includes the physical, the mental, the social, the emotional, the spiritual ways, all the list of things that I shared with you right off the top. And I also want to say that this includes your children as well. So stop and think about all the areas of their needs being met in those same categories and when their needs are being met in those in all those ways the emotional the social then you have a well-balanced child right and they're going to be able to handle those rough edges and those tough times that come along they're going to better be able to handle those because they have been imbalanced in all of these areas and so it's the same for you mama and i feel like So many times as moms, we put ourselves last and we're just like, oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, I don't really need to do that. But I'm here to say, yes, yes, you do. And the thing is, like, why? Like, maybe some of you are like, yes, I'm on board. Like, let's get to it. Give me the list. But maybe some of you are still like, "Mm, give me more of a reason. I need a more scientific reason if you're anything like me. So I'm going to give you that. Okay, so listen up. What can self-care do for you? Why should you bother? Is it such a luxury? No, this is what self-care does for you. It boosts self-esteem. It improves decision-making. It increases creativity. It enhances productivity. And it gives better communication skills. Okay, drop the mic. Like, that's all you need, right? And do I even need to say anything more? Like, let's get to the list. But I'm going to because I know there's still going to be pushback from some of you. And see, here the thing is, is that I liken it to play in kindergarten class and in the kindergarten classroom, even in the first grade, even second grade classroom. Like, we have all but taken play out of school. In fact, we really have much to the demise of our children. And I I think, I think of it as like that, like play to children and their development is so critical. It is so important. It is where you get those interpersonal skills. It is where you learn to socialize with other children. It is where you learn to work things out and you can make decisions. And like, does this sound familiar? Does this sound like the list I just shared? Boosting self-esteem, improving decision-making, increasing creativity, enhancing productivity, better communication skills. Like I should just name this podcast, this episode, play, the importance of play for mamas, like call it whatever you want, call it play, call it self-care, call it enhancement of your life. It doesn't really matter what name you give to it, what title you give to it. The thing is, is that it's important and it's critical to our development. It's critical to 
who we are and like this whole concept of filling ourselves up and, and helping our wholeness, like just us to be a complete person. I think there's, there's parts of it that leak out and, and things that change when we become mothers and, and our focus is on other people that I, I think it's, this is why we have to have these conversations and have these topics, because this is something that somehow or another just seems to naturally fall off. And we need to be convinced in some way that, oh, I should be doing this. I can be doing this. And so if that's why we should incorporate self-care or play into our daily lives, then what does the opposite of that look like? Well, depression for stay-at-home moms and depression for working moms is a real thing. And then there's mom guilt. Mom guilt is a very real thing, and that's actually a topic for a whole other episode we could probably do. I mean, it's, it's so funny. Well, it's really not funny, but crazy, the things that we do to ourselves, the thoughts that we have, and we're just like, oh, I can't do that. I can't possibly, I can't, like, no, we're not going there. We do need this. And if I need to read that list again, do I need to? I might need to. Boosting self-esteem, improving decision-making, increasing creativity, enhancing productivity, better communication skills. These are going to make us better mothers, better wives, better people, okay? And then I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. You're like, ha, that's funny. I wake up and my life is just off and running. My schedule is at the will of my kids and their schedule or at the will of my boss. And while I get that, you also have control. And the thing is, I'm speaking to myself here too. I need to hear this just as much as you do. And um, maybe even more so, and honestly, like selfishly, this, this I'm speaking to myself here. So uh, maybe there's some others of you out there that need to hear this message too. And I'm so glad about that. But I know I need to hear this message today. And so um, I'm glad you can listen in and, and be filled up as well. But the thing is, is that we do have control of our schedule. And we just need to look at our day and visualize it and think about where can I fit in this playtime, this me time, this self-care, whatever we want to call it, right? And that could just simply be a few minutes to sit and breathe in the sunshine. It could be time to walk and think about nothing at all. It can be whatever brain break or social interaction that I might need in order to recharge. And I'm going to be better, and I'm going to be better if I can look at my day and, and plan for that. And I'm gonna do better because I'm planning to be able to fit this into my day. Because the more that we feel in charge, that we are doing life rather than it happening to us, the more centered we will be, and in turn, the more productive we will be, the happier we'll be, the better we will be to be able to be a better wife, a better mother, a better person in our lives, okay? Because the reality is it's not just going to happen. You have to plan it. So the people that say, oh, life just happens to me, well, like you're letting it happen. Like you can still have control over the thoughts you have, over the little things that you do, okay? So just start with Start small, start with five to 10 minutes. I know you can find that amount of time. Bookend your days. Start in the beginning, finish the day with some of these. So just find some time to really put this in, okay? And also hear this, I'm not saying to do all of these things. I'm gonna share a lot of things, but I'm not saying do all of these things. Pick one in each category that you haven't done in a while or even at all, and just try to start incorporating that into 
your week and then maybe move it into each day. And also this is not a judgment or it's not meant to be overwhelming at all. Like, oh, I don't do those things or, oh, that's a lot of things. Like it's not meant to be like that. It's just meant to be a resource list, an idea list, something to jog your memory and inspire you to incorporate more self-care, more play, more awareness into your day so that you in turn can be having your needs met and have your cup filled up and in turn then be the best wife and mother that you can be, okay? So that is my little spiel for the beginning of explaining. Oh, I was getting all excited hitting my microphone. Sorry about that. Um, But just understanding the importance of like think of it like play for little kids this is play for us play for moms okay so uh we're going to go through those five different categories and we want to start with spiritual because i feel and i believe that spiritual is the most important thing to get on the right ground so um under spiritual the first thing is pray like we cannot do this life alone. We are spiritual beings. We are created to have a relationship with God and preferably this would happen first thing in the morning. Um, but just even just, just having that quiet helps to get your day started off right. And there's also, there's power in quiet, just getting quiet in the beginning of your day. A lot of people talk about meditation and just calming themselves. And so this is really, really key. This is really important. So that's a great way to start your day. Um, another thing in the spiritual realm is spend time in scripture. We don't know everything there is to know in this life, right? We need guidance. So going to scripture is a great way to do that. Um, the next one is gratitude. Okay. So things I did a whole podcast on this topic because it is so important. Oh my goodness, the the importance of gratitude. And it can, I mean, just listen listen to the, the podcast episode. I mean, it's just crazy. Like CEOs and just people that are successful business owners and just having those things, just having an attitude of gratitude. And I just find it so interesting as a side note that so many top characteristics and habits that CEOs or successful people display or have are biblical. So I just think that's really interesting. So it's not a coincidence, um, but again, it goes back to the instruction book, right? Scripture and um, gratitude is such an important thing. So what are some ways that you can act that out? Well, one way is you can jot down three things. Um, you know, a lot of people talk about journaling. So just jot down three things um, or just even simply just say it in your head or out loud, even before you get out of bed. So your first thoughts are of gratefulness and gratitude before your feet even hit the floor. So those are a couple ideas in the category of spiritual, okay? Um, next category we're gonna go to is physical. And this is where the bulk of them are. There's um, more in this category. Um, than any of the other categories. So uh, we're gonna go on to the physical, what you can do for your body. So the first one I have is change your state. So if you were sitting, get up, stand up. Um, if you're inside, go outside, go for a walk, get out of the house, get into a different physical state. If you are frowning, smile. Um, if your eyes were closed, open them. Just do something different to just really um, just feel more alive and uh, just get your body movement. Okay. Next one is get movement in at regular intervals. 
So like throughout your day, get your body moving. So there's a lot of different ways that you could do this because I think one of the things is, is we just get into our routine. We get into our rut and then we're just like, before we know it, it's five o'clock and we're like, where did the time go? What did I do? So one of the ways is you can set a timer on your phone and it'll remind you to um, do squats or do a plank or, or just do something. Um, when taking your phone calls, maybe that's your time to get up and walk around when you're on the phone. Um, like, like at the top of the hour, like maybe do 10 squats or um, hold a plank or do a wall sit or something like that. And so attach it to something that you are already doing, like the phone call or you're waiting for your coffee to brew or something like that. And James Clear um, in Atomic Habits calls that stacking, habit stacking. So things that you're already doing, you know for sure, just put in like even something like um, when you're brushing your teeth, hopefully you're doing it for two minutes um, at a clip, you can do squats then or a wall sit then or something like that, that you can just incorporate with things that you are already doing. Um, along with movement, um, do some yoga, do some stretching, do biking, get out and bike. Or if you have a stationary bike inside, you can do that. Um, dance. Um, you can use YouTube or go to the gym or just go outside. There's a lot of different resources, but just giving you different ideas of things to do to take care of yourself. Another one is stay hydrated. Definitely drink lots of water. So put a water, like fill up your water bottle the night before so you have it ready to go for the next day because even sometimes right out of bed it can get kind of crazy like I know that mom life can be pretty wild um get a cute water bottle or a cute glass that's fun to drink out of I know it sounds so silly but it's true like if that's what you need to be able to drink more water and stay hydrated then do it um make your water more interesting by adding lemons, um, which by the way, have fabulous health benefits. Um, they're detoxifying. Um, so good to add lemon to your water, um, or other fruit like strawberries and cucumbers or mint, you know, added, we call that spa water or add an energy fizz to it. So there's lots of ideas of ways to spruce up your water, stay hydrated. I think it's funny. So, um, years back, I like before I was married when I was single and, um, I did this like really strict, um, workout program and eating regimen and the whole thing. And part of it was drinking tons and tons of water. And I think it just burnt me out so much. Like I drank water before, but not like that. And it was just like, oh my goodness, like I'm so tired of drinking water. So I understand the feeling like, don't tell me to drink water. So, but do all these different things to kind of spruce it up, add some fruit and just make it a little more interesting if that's what you need to do to drink water because staying hydrated is so, so important for our health and for our bodies. Um, another one is is drink some tea. It's very relaxing. It can also be detoxifying. There's so many different kinds of herbs um, that you can use that can give different flavors or do different things for your body. Um, it can be detoxifying. Um, I use the Arban Clean Tox tea for this. So there's a lot of different ways, but it can just be a very relaxing um, thing to be able to just sit down, take some time and drink some tea. Uh, another one is take your vitamins. It sounds so basic and so simple. Um, and 
actually, like I didn't even have it in my notes, but I, I did a, an episode on this one too. So I'll go back and check that out. But the thing is, it's easy to do and it's easy not to do. And especially when you need to take your vitamins like with breakfast and then you don't actually eat breakfast that day, right? So it's a real thing. So just making sure you're keeping yourself healthy and making a point to do the basic things like taking your vitamins. And plus you are an example to your kids too. So you want them um, following suit with the things that you're doing also. Uh, next one is eat healthy. I mean, at this time of year, and when we are recording this, it is September. Um, it is one of the top times of the year that people set new health habits and change their eating and their exercise habits. And it doesn't matter if you're listening to this at a totally different time of year. Any time is a great time to change your health habits and your eating habits and your exercise habits. Um, but September is an especially um, big time to do it. Kids are going back to school, we're settling down out of the summer, getting into routines. So do it now, right? It's September or whatever month you're listening to this. Just step into some of those new habits. And one of my favorite programs is the 30 Days to Healthy Living. And it's such a great program. It has been such uh, a difference maker in my life. Um, it has totally changed the way that I make food for my family, the way that I eat, the way that I look at food, um, all of it. And the great thing is there's so much support to help you to be successful. It focuses on clean eating and eating whole foods and getting lots of fruits and veggies and nutrients and everything that your body needs to be strong and healthy. And it's simple. I mentioned the other program I did was super complicated, but this is so simple. And the thing is, is that you have a mentor and a Facebook community. You are truly set up for success and surrounded with encouragement. And I think, you know, like, let's face it, like one of the biggest things about starting a new healthy eating campaign and just doing a new plan is, is that encouragement, that support. Like we know we need to make changes, but having people there alongside us to help us with that is what makes a difference. And it's really, really key. And so I've done the 30 days to healthy living, um, now I mentor people through it. And in fact, I'm doing it alongside you in September, um, this month. So definitely come join me. I mean, seriously, if you are, just feeling blah after eating and drinking your way through the summer, just, you know, just feeling the bloat or just feeling like you need to change things up a bit. This is definitely for you, but you have to be willing to change your habits. If you are willing to change, if you are really ready to do that, then this is definitely your vehicle to do it. So just let me know if you're interested in knowing more about that. Message me on Instagram. Maybe I'll even put a link in the show notes. But um, just having that support is just so, so great. So changing your eating habits is really important. Um, the next one with that is create a meal plan and shop accordingly. So this is going to help you be able to change change your eating habits and make those changes. Um, so when you have that meal plan, it just makes, it sets you up for success better. It just makes it a whole lot easier. And again, I have an episode, um, I just did recently on this as well. So you can check that out. I'll, I'll, I'll put all the links for the, the past shows that I mentioned. I'll put them in the show notes so you can check them out. Um, but you can go back and listen to that episode as well. If that is something that you want help with and some more information on. Uh, the next one is learn how to read labels. Oh my goodness. This will be a game changer if you start doing this. Okay. And actually we have several episodes in the past that have helped with this, but 
If you don't know what is in the foods that you are eating and that you are serving to your children, then you need to know because then you don't know what those ingredients, those foods that you are eating, consuming, are doing to you and doing to your children. So it is really important to know how to read labels to understand what the ingredients are and what they represent and what they are doing to your body. So like I mentioned, we have several episodes that can help get you started in that and understand that one is on artificial sweeteners um, and one is on hidden ingredients that are sabotaging your health. Um, So that'll help you um, get started or just progress you in your healthy eating journey. But those are all things that are just really helpful and beneficial to clean eating, to making these changes towards a healthier way of eating and living your life. Um, All right. So I have more in the list of physical um, just ideas of self-care and play care to be able to help your body physically. Um, But I'm going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and continue on this list and then go on to the other categories that we have. We have emotional, we have intellectual, we have social also that we are going to cover in the next half of the show in the next segment. So you are listening to Moms for Wellness with Jenny Hardy and on SM Enlightenment Radio and TV, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Moms for Wellness, and I am Jenny Hardy, and we are talking about the best mama self-care, and actually, we could uh, dub it play, you know, play care or play, um, but things that we do to fill up our cup, and so we have broken it down into five different areas regarding wellness, and so we've already talked about spiritual, and we are in the middle of talking about physical, and then we are going to move on to emotional, intellectual and social. So we are talking about physical, the physical things, the things that we can do specifically for our physical body to uh, engage and fill up our tank. So uh, we left off with talking about eating clean, eating better, um, choosing better ingredients. And so we're going to continue on. The next one is take a shower sounds basic enough. Uh, But sometimes it's like, and we talked about this in the very beginning, sometimes it is hard to like actually get that shower in. And then maybe if you are getting that shower and just choose to take a longer one and just have some time to just kind of breathe and uh, just take in the moment. Um, The next one, um, again, probably sounds very basic, but it is a form of self-care, taking care of your body, wash your face. 
And honestly, it's amazing how simply washing your face at the start of the day sets you off in a good direction. Um, and so it's just a great thing to do. You can even add in exfoliating, doing a face mask. And honestly, I think this is what people typically think of when they think of self-care. You think of some with the face mask and the two cucumbers on your eyes and, you know, just like, you know, relaxing. And um, But it's true. It is important to take care of our skin. And the thing is, like, it is very, very good for your skin. It's very important. And I am a firm believer in that we want to take care of our skin. Um, we want to take care of our body, right? And our skin is the only one that we have. We don't change it out like we change out our clothes. And we've got it for our whole lives. So it makes a lot of sense to be good to it, to take care of it, okay? And so, and honestly, that's why I use Arbonne face products because they are made out of botanicals. They're made out of plants and they don't have parabens and phthalates and all those things, you know, like 2,000 other damaging ingredients. And um, in the podcast I talked about, like, you know, I talked earlier about know the ingredients in your foods, know the ingredients in your products because it does make a difference on your overall health, on your skin, on your children's health and their skin. So pay attention to those ingredients in the products you're using, but wash your face, exfoliate your face, do a face mask, take care of your skin. It's very important. Next one is take a bath. And I put this in the physical category, but it could also be in the emotional category because I feel like it's equal parts emotionally healing as well as physically um, for your body. But it can be very detoxifying. It can be so good for relaxing your muscles and um, just your circulation, a lot of different things. So taking a bath is so, so good, such good self-care. Um, another one is get a massage. And I think like the whole like, you know, face mask, bath, massage, like this is what people typically dub as self-care, right? And, and think about. And the thing is then we often think of it as an extra thing. And I talked about this at the top of the episode, and this is specifically why I did, you know, for a lot of these, it's just like, oh, that would be nice. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Oh yeah, I've never had a massage. Or last time I had a massage is X, you know, whatever time. And honestly, I'm there too. Like it has been a while since I've had a massage, but Here's the thing, again, kind of the same as the, the things about the bath, it is so good for relaxing your body, for your muscles, for your circulation. And it isn't just like this luxury thing. And here's the thing, so here's my experience. I had an injury, I had an injury with my shoulder, um, it's called frozen shoulder, and uh, so I had to go through physical therapy. And then as part of the recovery, I also had regular massages to be able to work out the muscles, to be able to help with um, um, all of that movement again. And it became a regular part of my recovery that I needed to have these. And so it totally changed my mindset on massage, on the purpose of it. And um, it just because it sounds like, oh, that's enjoyable, that would be nice, doesn't mean it's not actually good for you and good for your health and good for your body. So I challenge you to rethink like this specifically, but a lot of these things, all of these things, again, as things to implement into your regular schedule for your overall wellness of your body so that your body can be filled up and you can be the best person, the best wife, the best mother for your children, for the person in your family. Um, so that is um, get a massage. All right. So everyone go out and book 
book a massage. Um, all right, the next one is garden. Working in the garden can be so fulfilling. It can be very de-stressing, lowering that stress level. Um, and I also think it's just all the perspective that we put on it, right? If someone that is their livelihood is working outside and working in the garden, they might not think that that is calming. But there is something wonderful about being out in nature being in the garden, being um, out with the sunshine, the green, and just um, the satisfaction of being able to see the work that you've done um, is just a really great thing to be able to do to um, for self-care. Another one, um, going back to uh, talking about food, is order groceries online. <laughs> like that could be a form of self-care that you are organizing things. You are making things more simple in your life. Um, another one is brush your teeth. I know it sounds silly, but over the last couple of years, everything has been kind of wonky and I feel like it's definitely gotten out of people's normal routine. Uh, we are definitely more out of the house now. And so I think it's, it is coming back in, but don't forget to brush your teeth. It's very, very good for you. Uh, the next one is get seven to eight hours of sleep. Um, okay. So I know some of you are like, oh my goodness, that would be lovely if I could. Well, start working on trying to really implement this into your schedule. So one of the ways is go to bed earlier. <laughs> I hesitate to say that because like truth be told, I'm working on this. Going to bed early is not my MO. It is not my thing. Um, but I think it is a good thing to strive to do so that I can, oh, sorry, get in those seven to eight hours of sleep. It really is the best thing to be working towards. So see it as a form of self-care, something to do for yourself, for your body, for your overall wellness. And then if you're having difficulty falling asleep, um, one of the best things I ever did, I had insomnia to the max, like it was just crazy bad. And honestly, one of the best things I ever did for my inability to fall asleep and stay asleep was changing my eating, eating healthier and exercising can definitely help with this, but especially eating healthier. I cannot emphasize that enough. So change your diet, it changes your life, so many things. Um, so try that. Um, if you do need more help beyond that or the occasional time to time, things like melatonin and specific tapping exercises um, that you can do before bed can help with falling asleep as well. Uh, next one in the sleep category, take a nap. I put this one in here, but this is not something for me, but I'm guessing that maybe one of you out there needs to hear this, but I am not a napper. That is not my thing. I would just rather like go to bed and just sleep the whole night. Um, so, but some of you, like, I know there's people that swear by it. My husband swears by the power nap. Um, maybe it's just me that I'm dysfunctional. I can't take a nap, but, um, but that's definitely a way to be able to rejuvenate and recharge yourself. Uh, what are your plants? There's, and again, that is having greens and plants inside the house. House, um, and then just the act of just watering them and being productive. Bake cookies or treats for your kids. And then the last one in this category is deep breathing. And the great thing is, is that you can do this anywhere, including in the car when you're running late and stuck in traffic right? You know what I'm talking about. So definitely employing deep breathing, um, especially at opportune times can be super, super helpful um, and be a great form of self-care and reset. Okay. So that wraps up the physical thing. So we've talked about things in the spiritual realm, things in the physical realm, and now we're going to go to ideas 
in the emotional realm. So emotional self-care. And I will just say right off the top, I think these are especially hard for type A people like me. Um, women just like, yeah, 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 that's fluff. I don't need to do that. Like move on to the other stuff. And then there's other people that are like, oh, I love this stuff. This, I do this all the time. So um, so I think it, it just you know kind of depends on your perspective on a lot of things. But here are some things I have in the category of self-care in the emotional category. I might get a lot of flack for this, but turn off your phone. There, I said it. Just a great way to just, you know, have some self-care. Uh, monitor your screen time. Really take into consideration how long you are on the screen. And don't tell me you don't know because your phone tells you. It, it does tell you. Um, social media. Unfollow people on social media. Ever play the comparison game? You find that social media isn't the best for your mental health, maybe. So here's a simple way of helping that without going all the way and deleting the app. But that's a great idea too. Go ahead and do that. Like if you want to go all the way and just delete some apps, that might be very good self-care. Um, take a walk without any headphones or music. This is really good. Remember we talked about producing, improving creativity um decision making like this is a really really great way just go outside take a walk no headphones no music no phone no podcast no nothing um go for a drive go you um you know with with price you know, um the price of gas the way it is right now you might want to save this one for later when the gas prices come down but that is an idea go for a drive go for a scenic drive um another one is write a list of struggles that you have overcome i think this is so great to just look at it and see look how far i've come look what i really have accomplished and going back and connecting with the spiritual realm um talking about you know prayer and just seeing like the looking at your prayer list and the answer to prayers and think, seeing where you have come and, and what you have been brought through. I think that is just a really powerful form of self-care. Continue with the writing things down because people will say like journal things, but I'm giving you specific things to write, specific things to journal. The next one is write down everything that's bothering you. There is power in writing things down, just getting it out of your head, doing a brain dump. And I do this at night when I can't sleep. So here's another tip for the, the sleeping thing. Like too, all too often, there's just things swirling in my head and just so many things swirling in my brain. And it gives me such a peace just to just have a pad of um, paper and a pen by my bed and just write down all the thoughts I'm having, all the things I'm thinking. And there it's on the paper and then I can calm down. I mean, it's crazy, but try it. So um, and you can do the same thing during the day when all the things that you're just like, oh, I have to do this, just write it down. That's your to-do list. And you, often you'll just realize like, oh, it's not as much as I thought it was. So, so that's a, a really great um, thing to do. Great form of self-care. Next one is write down what you did accomplish in the day. I find that all too often I get to the end of the day and I'm like, what did I do today? I didn't get anything done today, but that's not true. And saying that is not serving me and it makes me feel self-defeated. So write down what you got done and then celebrate that. The next one is clean your office or 
organize your closet. So this is both physical and emotional, but it gives you a sense of calm, a sense of accomplishment, a sense of peace when you have things cleaned up. And so, um, these are great things to do to give you that sense of organization. Uh, things like also like go wash your car or just go through, um, I said organize your class, but go through your class or your kids' classes and take out old things and donate them. Um, you know, get those things marked off your pesky to-do list. So just that sense of accomplishment is a great thing to do. Um, great form of self-care. Buy fresh flowers or cut them from your backyard. Like that, so doing that, uh, using essential oils for stress, lighting a candle, all of these things, like I and my type A-ness is like, hey, yeah, that's a great thought, but like, I don't really have time for it. But like, that's the whole point. Like take the time and just see how that boosts your mood, how that makes you feel. Um, also stop making excuses. Eliminate reasons why you can't and just start making it happen. Okay. So like we get caught up like emotional turmoil of just like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. Just like stop making excuses. Play an instrument. I know there's a lot of you out there. Raise your hand where you are that used to play an instrument, right? I'm sure there's a lot of you that probably haven't touched that instrument in years. Um, maybe the piano, maybe like whatever instrument it was, maybe you still have it lying around. Like I have my flute and like, I used to play it a lot, um, even past high school and college. Um, but now I haven't touched it in so long. So like go sit down at the piano or a piano, if you don't have one in your house and play, or just wherever the instrument is, it can be such a relaxing thing to do and such a great form of self-care. Quit the negativity. Listen to your favorite music. Speaking of music, like, do you not love the beat in the beginning of the show? Like, I just love it. Props to Doc. It's just amazing. We were just talking about that in the break. So yes, it is just, I love it. So if you don't have your favorite music, just listen to the beginning or end of the show over and over again. So that'll help you. That amazing form of self-care. Um, watch the sunrise or the sunset. Something I only ever do on vacation, basically. But why not incorporate it into your regular day? Like, maybe not every day, but um, it's just maybe the sunset. <laughs> maybe if you're an early riser, but like just those things that we save for special things, like incorporate them more often into your day. Look at the stars, lay on the grass and watch the clouds go by. And here's one that I know is really going to rile up my type face. Cancel an activity that you don't want to do and take a rest instead. Now, I know that might get some flack for that, but it honestly, this makes me think about boundaries. So when you create your priorities and you only say yes to the things that fall into these categories, into your strengths, into the things that are your priorities, then that eliminates a lot of stress and a lot of time doing things that are taking you away from your mission and your strengths. So know what your priorities are, set your boundaries, and only say yes to things that fit into that realm from the beginning. So those are things in the emotional category of ways uh, to have self-care and play that will uh, help your emotional side of you, okay? Now we're gonna move on to intellectual. What are some things that you can do in the intellectual realm um, for self-care? 
first one, choose a verse or a phrase for your child for the school year, kind of like a goal. And yes, like I mentioned, we are recording this in September. And so thinking of the beginning of the school year, but really this can apply to any time of year. Choose a phrase or choose a verse for your child. And it's kind of like a goal, like something to put over them and to be working on for that school year or for that certain amount of time. Um, do Sudoku or do a crossword puzzle. It's amazing the kind of brain benefits it can give you. Read a book. Okay, so I think this is just a kind of interesting. So like, so reading books is just so great for you for developing your know, personal development. And I just think it can easily be let go by the wayside, especially for stay at home moms. Um, but my business put this back into for me. It's one of the reasons I am so grateful for my business because I'm not sure I would be doing it otherwise. So I know that reading books is such an important thing. And having that personal development is so key. Listen to a podcast. I know because you're listening to this, you are doing that. Um, but a great way to improve your intellectual uh, stamina and um, self-care. Write a list of goals for the year. Create a vision board. I was going to go into more. If you don't know what a vision board is, let me know. I will share more, but I don't have time to go into more of that. Surround yourself with people who are where you want to be. Hold a vision for then people that hold a vision for themselves and their family, and they're always challenging themselves to do better and to learn more. Just do something to stimulate your brain. Keep it functioning and firing high. Self-talk. I Guys, I did a whole episode on self-talk. Go check it out, but watch your self-talk. Just having something that pushes you intellectually is very good for you and the family. It sets a good example to your kids, puts you in a fresh space, and often makes you feel like you know you are using your brain. So that's a good thing. So those are some things in the intellectual category. And then the last category is social. So here's a couple quick ideas for social. Uh, make plans with friends. Duh, pretty obvious. Plan a date with your husband. Go to a movie or stay in and start watching a, a new show series. Call a friend you haven't talked to in a while. I love this. I have so many different friends from all different time periods in my life, and it's just so rejuvenating to just pick up the phone and reconnect with them. And we may not have talked for a really long time, but just we pick up where we were. But, you know, just reconnect with some of those friends have a family day um we were given this really cool book that has these ideas of like it's like a family date basically family activities and it's a surprise and you get the different items and do the activity and it's just really fun thing to do so have a family day go on a picnic go do some fun things plan a date with each of your children start some fun family traditions um have a family pj day uh one i would say is plan a vacation like we had an amazing vacation this past summer if you've been listening to the podcast just the episode and two before you know where we went um but it was just so much planning it all together and thinking about where we wanted to go what we wanted to do and having the kids involved in that was just a really really cool thing help someone else we are all called to serve connect with other moms there's lots of places to do this online in person use meetup google your local area facebook groups you can join our group join journey with jenny to healthy living so you can connect with moms who are focused on health and get advice on how to actually incorporate all these things or some of these things into your busy day so that's just a great way to just get connected so that wraps up the social so 
those are a lot of practical ideas of what kind of self-care to start engaging in. We covered areas um, including spiritual, physical, emotional, intellectual, and social. So please, 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 please start incorporating some of these into your day if you haven't already. And then let us know what self-care you are doing. Take a picture of you um, doing your self-care and tag me on stories on Instagram. I'm at Jenny Hardy. It's very easy to find me, J-E-N-N-I-E, Jenny Hardy. I'd love to see what you are up to. Um, and just as speaking on Instagram, like I, I put it in there, you know, ideas for like, how do you do self-care? And I got a lot of similar things I talked about, but one of the things that, um, that I got that I didn't have in my notes was, um, the hot tub. And I'm like, hi, how did I not even think of that? Because that's like one of my favorite things to do, um, to be able to rest and relax. So I'm curious, what are some things maybe not included in here or things that you are starting to do? Let me know, send me a message, take a picture and and uh, tag me on stories on Instagram. And please leave a five-star rating or review on the app that you are listening to because it helps us to grow and reach more moms. And then we can have better and bigger guests as well. So it's really helpful for all of us and benefits us for that to have that five-star rating and review. So I hope this is helpful for you. Go do your self-care. All right, that's what I've got for you today. We'll see you next week. That's a wrap. Thanks for joining me on SM Enlightenment Radio or TV or joining me on the Moms for Wellness podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the Moms for Wellness podcast and leave a five-star rating or review. It really is helpful and we would be so grateful. I'm Jenny. Have a good one.